Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. You are listening to the new man beyond the macho jerk and the new age wimp. Your host is men's coach, Trip Lemire. Have you ever felt that you're waiting to do what you really want to do in life? How could the fact that we're going to die help us live more fully? And what are the two key elements needed for us to step fully into our power? Today, I wanna share another excerpt from my new book, This Book Will Make You Dangerous. First, you'll go through a short exercise designed to help us create more alignment with what we truly want. And second, we'll discuss how giving away our power keeps us playing small. Chapter five, be bold, lean into discomfort and develop self-leadership. When we revisit the fears that keep us stuck in a prey mentality, we're considering the idea that our primitive, survival-obsessed brains are constantly asking, what do I do so that I'm not uncomfortable? What do I do so that I don't risk losing something I care about? And what do I do so that I don't look like a jackass? Which means that if we're unconsciously going through our day, we're giving our power over to a part of us that believes it will die if it's uncomfortable. Sounds crazy, but let's roll with it. Let's imagine that we're dying. Let's die right now. Do me a favor, wherever you are right now, tilt your head up and stare at the ceiling for a minute. It sounds weird, but just do it. Get a good look. Take it in because chances are you're going to have a similar view in the last moments of your life as you lay on the ground or on a stretcher or a hospital bed somewhere. This is the view you will likely have during your last few breaths. Let's go further. Let's imagine these are the last moments of your life. And while it may be a drag to reach the end of the road, are you at peace with how you're living your life now? When you're faced with the certainty of your own death, Do you feel aligned with how you're choosing to live your life today? When you're in touch with your mortality, are you more aware of what you're waiting to do, what you're tolerating, what you're denying yourself? When you're in touch with the reality that you will most certainly die, are you able to find the peace of mind that comes from knowing your actions are in alignment with what you truly care about? No matter what, the clock keeps on ticking and we get closer and closer to this moment where we're staring at the ceiling, taking our final breaths. There's nothing we can do about that, but 
we can use our mortality as a healthy way to get out of our small and limited thinking right now. We can use our inevitable death to find a sweet spot where we play for what we want while also not taking anything too seriously. And we can use it as encouragement to align our lives with freedom, aliveness, love, and peace. The good news is that we don't have to wait for a terminal diagnosis to get out of the rat race. We don't have to wait for anyone to give us permission. We don't have to wait until we're enough in the eyes of our inner critic or anyone else. We never know when our time will be up, so why be dead now? Let's live, let's be bold. So as we go forward, we wanna keep in mind that immense power is available to us when we're willing to take on some discomfort and risk from time to time. Because when we're willing to be bold and own our power with maturity, we no longer tolerate vast amounts of drama because we're willing to speak up and co-create what we want instead of automatically assuming we'll be rejected. We no longer believe we have productivity issues because we focus on what's truly important. We stop distracting ourselves with the small stuff and become far more effective. We let go of the scarcity habit of trying to carry six gallons in a five gallon bucket. We challenge the idea that we can never get enough. We learn to create what truly nourishes us instead of striving to fill our lives with stuff that just makes us weak. And we can do this in a way that aligns with our sense of freedom, aliveness, love, and peace of mind, which means we're going to want to grow up. As infants, we were helpless and completely dependent upon someone else for everything we needed. We were powerless to do anything except cry when we wanted something. We felt discomfort from a poopy diaper or a hunger pain or a burp or too many blankets or not enough blankets. We felt that tension and we did the only thing we could do. We made a big racket and then someone fumbled around. They played a guessing game to try and figure out what we wanted and then bring it to us so we'd shut up. Does he need a fresh diaper? More milk? Is he too hot? Too cold? Maybe I should have pulled out. Regardless, Back in the day, all we had to do was complain in order to have someone take care of our desires. It was that caregiver who stepped into the role of authority to take the lead and clarify what was wanted. And it was the caregiver who owned the responsibility, the power to be the one to take effective action so the desire was met. Those are two key points right there. One, clarifying what is wanted, and two, taking ownership or responsibility. Now. Folks grow up physically, but many never really outgrow this immature way of trying to get what they want in life. And this is how we end up with boys walking around in the bodies of grown men. And let's not kid ourselves here either. There are quite a few princesses out there walking around in the bodies of grown women too. Whether they're conscious of it or not, they still believe that their happiness is someone else's responsibility. Meaning if, if they're not happy, then it must be their wife or job or the government or the media or those people who are to blame. And when they're stuck in this immature place, they never really learn how to take ownership of their experience. They spend more time criticizing and complaining and pointing out what they don't want instead of one, clarifying what they do want and two, taking responsibility to create what they want for themselves. That's because making the effort to clarify what we want and take responsibility is uncomfortable. If we're committed to avoiding discomfort and risk, then it's seemingly much easier to look for someone else to handle the burden of our well-being. Here, this is hard. You deal with it. But that's how children respond. We're not children. We're adults. Complaining and protesting may give us a sense of short-term righteousness, Handing over the responsibility of our burden may give us a moment of illusory relief, but remember this, what we perceive to be a burden is actually our power. 
let's be clear. We want to be integrated. We want a healthy, vibrant little kid inside of us so that we can experience all that life has to offer. But he's not the guy to put in charge of running our adult world of relationships and careers and bills to pay. We need to approach our sense of authority and power from a more mature stance. I hope you've enjoyed this excerpt from my new book. This book will make you dangerous. If you'd like to learn more about the book, then just visit dangerousbookstore.com. Thanks for listening.